The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 166 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. The Spurs played well. They just ended up dropping one to the Minnesota Timberwolves by a score of 117 to 110. That drops the Spurs record to 3-6 and six overall on the season and improves the T-Wolves to 6-2. and two. Drew, what were your thoughts about this game tonight? Yeah, we all we went on a little run there at the end, but the Timberwolves also went on a run in the third quarter. Wimby, another great game from him. Dem Vassell, another great game from him. Let's look at our shooting percentages here. We shot 46% from the field, while the Timberwolves shot 49%. And from three-point line, the Spurs shot 35%, and the Timberwolves shot 37%. Let's look at the turnovers. The Timberwolves actually had more turnovers in this game than the Spurs did, so a little bit better there. Um, what were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, it was a great ball game. At halftime, it was 56-54. to 54. The T-Wolves had us by two, so a really competitive first half. To me, the big difference was that third quarter. The third quarter, they really kind of opened up on us a little bit, and we came out came out rough and uh, kind of made a run there at the end to make it close and, and compete back. But big learning experience for the Spurs in this one, and you know, another loss that, what is that? That gives us four in a row now. So, uh, things are kind of, things are kind of going sour after leaving Phoenix. We, uh, we've now dropped uh, four in a row and, you know, now people are starting to look at lottery boards again, kind of like last year. We, we thought it'd be a little more competitive, Cooper but flag. yeah, well, there you go. But we have a lot of young talent that's having to learn and grow. And if you listen to Popovich talk, you can uh, hear things about that. Before we get to our top two, bottom two, we're going to get to an interview by Devin Vassell game, and he had some good stuff to say. See that went into the comeback there in the fourth quarter? Um, I mean, I think we were just playing together, playing quick. Uh, I think the best, when we're, when we're playing our best is when we're playing fast. Um, I think in the third quarter, they slowed us down with that zone. Um, I think that's really the only reason why we lost that game is because they went on that run in the third quarter. But, uh... We'll watch film. We'll learn from it. Other teams probably gonna think that you know they they can go zone on us, and you know we'll have something better uh, next game. What, is, what does it take? So big learning experience for the Spurs. And Devin was talking about it in the third quarter. They employed a zone defense, and and that kind of slowed them down. But uh, Spurs just had to adjust back, and that's kind of the game of basketball. You got to adjust and move, and learn what your opponent is doing. All right. So with that being said, let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two? Yeah, so for me, I had my number one on the top two list was Devin Vassell. Great outing from him, his first start since that injury, and he did not disappoint. He had 29 points, four assists, three rebounds, while shooting 8 of 16 from the field and 6 of 11 from the three-point range in 35 minutes with only one turnover, so a great game from Devin Vassell there. And my number two on the top two was Victor Webinyama. It was close between Vassell for the number one spot, and I just gave it to Vassell. But Webinyama also had an amazing game, his second-best game of his career. He had 29 points, four re- nine rebounds, four assists, four blocks, 
12 of 21 from the field and 3 of 7 for the three-point line in 35 minutes of play, and he was making flashy plays all night long. What were your thoughts, and what's your top two? Yeah, no, I, I actually had the same top two just in a reverse order. So I had uh, Vic, and I had he was my number one because it was a game. It kind of reminded me a little bit of that Phoenix game where he kind of just took charge, had a really good night all around, and uh, just kept the Spurs competitive, which were with – what I think is a really, really talented team. I, I like the T-Wolves roster. I think they have the, the potential to make a pretty good run this year. Um, so Vic, Vic was my number one, and I had Devin Vassell as my number two. Man, it only took him limited minutes last game, and he was already back on his game. And usually in the past, it's taken Vassell a little bit longer to get a shot, but not this year. So that was really impressive to me for for Devin. And uh, both of those guys had 29 apiece. Um, unfortunately, it just wasn't enough to get the Spurs past the Timberwolves. Drew, who are your bottom two? Yeah, for me... My number one on the bottom two list, I think you got to go Keldon Johnson here, who had a very rough night. Six points, a turnover, two of two of ten from the field, oh, three from the three-point line. I don't really have to explain much, but, yep, Keldon Johnson is number one on my bottom two. Number two on my bottom two list is going to go to Malachi Branham. Couldn't really shoot the ball in this one. Had six points and shot three of 11 from the field and 0 of four from the three-point line in 16 minutes. He was had a couple a good stretch, but a kind of rough one here against the T Wolves. Yeah, for me, I had uh, number one on my bottom two, Doug McDermott. I think he he had another rough one, and uh, I think he was on my bottom last episode. But he was one of four shooting and one of three from three point land, so he only had three points and uh, just didn't give us that spark off the bench that we wanted. And I also had Keldon as my number two on the bottom two. That was just a pretty rough night for him overall. Just not, not, not one of his better nights. And uh, we all know Kelvin's better than that. We love his passion and energy, but that's why he's on the bottom two tonight. Just to go over our standings up to date on the season right now, the leaderboard after tonight's game, uh, Victor Wibanyama is in first place and Devin Vassell is in second place on the top two standings on the season. And in our bottom two standings, number one on that list is Malachi Branham and Keldon and Trey Jones are tied for second on that list of the bottom two. So we like to keep the standings, just kind of see where players stand and, and how things are moving forward. All right, so on this one... Uh, we have a question tonight. This question is from Don in Arlington, Texas. Don's question was, guys, what do you make of Sandru Mamu Kelishvili not playing? Is there something like an injury or is he just losing minutes? What are your thoughts on that, Drew? I don't think he's very good. Oh. That's my opinion. Oh, no. I, I don't think he's losing minutes. I mean, he got a lot of playing time last year because a lot of injuries. I mean, we just had a lot of injuries last year. We were tanking. That's why he... Played some um, key points and had some good games last year, right? Yeah. I mean, we saw them against the Kings and a few others. But, um, yeah, I just don't think he's good enough to get quality playing time in the NBA. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I think kind of my thought on that is I look at the guys who who would be taking his minutes, and in my opinion you have uh, Charles Bassey. Wimby. Yeah, yeah, and Wimbanyana getting a lot of minutes. But Bassey off the bench. And he's doing a really good job for us. I mean, he's he's just got a high motor. He had six boards for us in this game. But, uh, yeah, Sandro just not getting the minutes this year and uh, uh, just kind of been a rough patch. But uh, thanks for your question on that one, Don. All right, now it's time to move to the segment of our, episode, our show called uh, This Day in Spurs History. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I'm going to take us back 
to... Sorry, I lost it. I'm very, very sorry. I actually had one. I just lost it. Uh, give me a minute here. But yeah, we're going to go back to um, December, uh, November 10th against the Mavericks in 2000. The Mavericks... Um, I would. We always win in these games, but the Mavericks ended up winning this game, seventy-nine to seventy-seven. Um, wow. I w- I like to. We always get wins, and you think we'd be undefeated, but um, we had a rough game in this one, and the Mavericks got us. George Gervin, I mean, Tim Duncan struggled in this one, and um, the Mavericks got this win. So that's this day in Spurs history on November tenth, two thousand, and that's it. Not a lot of stats on that one tonight. Uh, Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We'll try to do better. Uh, Usually we prepared, but uh, we got behind a little bit with uh, football season and sickness and and a lot of stuff going on, but we promise you we deliver content on every game, and that's what we're here and we're going to do. Now it's time for us to preview the upcoming game. That game is going to be on Sunday night where the Miami Heat come into San Antonio to play the Spurs. Drew, what can you tell us about Miami? Yeah, so Miami Heat's a very good program. Made the Eastern Conference Finals the last two years, and I think, um, no, they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year and the year before that. But this team is very good, and they have a lot of depth on this team. Um, Bam Adebayo is their leading scorer. He, he used to be a, not a great scorer, but this year he's showing that he is a great scorer. He's averaging 23 points, 10 rebounds, Four assists, one steal, and one block. He's a Defensive Player of the Year candidate every year, so I really like him as a player. Tyler Hero is our second-leading scorer with 22 points. Jimmy Butler, 18 points. And Duncan Robinson, the sharpshooter, is averaging 12 points. What is your thoughts on this Heat team, and do you think they are a good matchup for the Spurs? I do think it's a good matchup. I, I think, honestly, it's a little step down from the Timberwolves, in my opinion. I think they're good, but I, I, I'm not sure they're quite as good as the Timberwolves. Um, I think it's going to be a really competitive game. I think uh, you know they're going to roll in here with Karen Butler, and he's uh, he's he's got his uh, Karen hair kicking. But uh, you know they're no, they're really talented, and, and uh, we're going to welcome back an old spur with uh, Josh Richardson coming back into town. I always like Jay Rich, good attitude guy, and uh, going to be nice to see him and uh, see the Miami Heat. What's your prediction for this game, and who do you think is going to go off? Yeah, so I'm going to go with an upset here. Give me the Spurs to win this game by nine points at home. We've been on a losing streak, and I think that will end tonight. And my player to go off is going to be Keldon Johnson. So that is my prediction. What do you have as your player to go off and your prediction of this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a good feel for this game also. I think the Spurs, uh, again, I think it's going to be another close game. I think we're going to get them by four. And my player to go off is going to be Chetty Osman. I, I just think he's going to have a great night for us off the bench. Uh, probably knock down his share of three-pointers, give us a strong defensive presence. And I think that's going to be his night to shine as we play the uh, Miami Heat in this next one. Bring Eric Spolstra and Greg Popovich are two of the longest-tenured coaches, uh, I believe one and two in the NBA, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a great matchup, a uh, great competitive game in San Antonio, and hope to see you there. We're going to wrap this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast up. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!